Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. And it's not putting your family behind. What it's saying is you're bringing yourself to the forefront. You're saying that I'm just as important as everybody else is, and I don't have to remove myself from the equation just because everyone else is getting what they want. And then, you know, the old saying is hell hath no fury like a woman scorn. Hell hath no fury like a mom who's cleaning and scrubbing and their family is playing video games and watching Netflix. That's a mad mother. You know what I mean? What she wants to do, she doesn't get to go do. And then she's cleaning up after you guys as well, you know? So sometimes we have to make the decision that I want to see different. So for the mom who hates cleaning and maybe her children are too small to successfully do it well, you get somebody to come in on a day a week and clean those public areas, you know? And if you feel guilty for spending the money, make more money. Dope black moms. So we finally made it to a podcast. We have been trying to find some time to sit down and talk. I don't even know how long now. Weeks? Two, three weeks? Yes. <laughs> and the last time we tried, it was like we were nearly there. We both had our space. We blocked it out in our diary. And I said, ah, my child just tried to poison my other child. Mm -hmm. So I might have to just bail out tonight because I can't do it. My mm -hmm. five-year-old said he was going to go and get a drink of water for my three-year-old. But what he did is got a drink of water and then he poured air fresher in it. My three-year-old drank it and I just heard this, mommy, my lips are burning and this is yucky water. And the whole everything kicks off. So it's like, I cannot record tonight because my yeah. unit is losing it. Yes. Um, but we're here and I'm just glad, I'm glad we're here. Yes. So, Christina, homeschooling dope black mum of five. Can we just take a second with the five? Oh. I, I, I can't even believe you haven't got a child on you now. Like, how are you able to sit here so calmly with a red lip on? Mind you, okay? <laughs> no one can see this woman. I'm here in my pajamas. She has a red lip on and mother of five plus homeschooling. So, first of all, how are you able to even be here and look this and look this good? Oh my goodness. So I am, I'm not going to call myself the queen of multitasking. But um, I'm going to call myself the queen of multitasking. Yeah, yeah I'm not going to, but, <laughs> um, but today's been a hectic day. I don't have lipstick on every day. We had um, some corporate training for a friend of mine who has employees and we did that earlier. And then I'm, it's supposed to be two sessions. So I'm doing that again later. So I'm still a little dolled up. Um, but my babies are all in there relaxing. I've been mamathoning, you know, speaking and summits and podcasts, just like this amazing one for some years now. And so they kind of know when mommy is on Zoom or whatever and the door is shut, that that's her working time. And so over time, we've grown to respect that. And um, they only come in if it's an emergency, like life is ending. Like They're one child's crazy. tried to poison the other child, like mine did last week. That's Usually something is on fire. Like they're cooking. <laughs> so, so the older one, he's 13. So, you know, we 
they kind of have a pretty good handle on things for the most part if i step away for an hour or a couple hours but it's been a process of family growth together to well make sure possible i mean this is a testament to you and your family and everything you stand for because you are here with your red lip with five children killing mm -hmm. it so amazing 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 so homeschooling mum of five productivity coach and tribe builder how did you come to be how did mamathon come to be what was your journey in getting here today wow so when my oldest son was about 18 months old we go to the doctor excited about having another baby <laughs> Woohoo! turn up when we get there to the doctor's office um and they do ultrasounds early at my doctor's office so we get there and i and she's you know waving the wand over my belly and I asked her, I said, can you guys see the eyes this early in the pregnancy? And she said, no, those aren't eyes. Those are babies. Woo! <laughs> wow. And so I went from an almost cool mom of one. You know, I was in my 20s. Sure. You know, sure. you kind of got it on lock. You can do this. Yeah. You know, to a meltdown filled <laughs> mom of three kids, all age two and under. I mean, I'm laughing for you because I know how ridiculous that is. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Now you can laugh. Now you can laugh. Yeah. Wow. So okay. Really, the Mamathon movement started just as me blogging and telling my journey. You know, 10 years ago, my twins are 11 now, a decade ago, think about where the uh, social media world was then. So nobody was, you know, doing live videos like that. Nobody was doing all the things. I just wanted to tell my story of loving being a mom, but not liking all of the chaos that comes with it sometimes. And I think that's really important to say because yeah. we all love our children. There's no yes. doubt about that. We all love our children, but we do have to just stand up and say it is hard. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard. And yes. if we all pretend it's not hard and we've got this, yes. and if I don't share that my son just tried to poison my daughter, you know, if I pretend that everything is fine, it's perfect, and these things just don't happen to you, yeah. everyone else thinks, oh, they're doing it, she's doing it, I can't share when these things happen to me and then we all kind of walk around not really saying the truth and everyone thinks everyone's doing it when no one's doing it no yeah. no one's you know there's no perfect way to do this we're trying to find our path in it all but there's yeah. no rule book there's no there's no right or wrong way yeah. um and i think it's really important to say that it's hard you love being a mom but in that moment it got real pretty pretty quickly Yes, yes. And I have an amazing partner, you know, me and my husband, we've been married years, you know, so he was always so great to try to support me. You know, maybe there, our mothers loved us from across the country, you know, but it's a whole different ball game when you're in the house. It's just you and those kids, you know, no matter. Everyone's staring at you. Everyone's looking at go. you. Mom, go fix this, sort this. You're the answer crying in surround sound, you know, you're <laughs> around. and so there were days when my husband came home and I was sitting in the hallway crying and all the kids were in the crib crying and we all yeah. just crying, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And so really the journey started with me just wanting to release my story, you know, that it's okay for you to love being a mom, but not like all of it. It's okay for you to want to sleep 
I was mm. so exhausted, you know, even mm. with my husband taking a night or two or whatever, he was leaving to go to work and he was in school and, you know, all these other things. So it was a struggle for us to try to find, you know, that balance. It was a stress on our marriage. So you know, me just documenting though that journey. And turns out I'm not the only woman in the world that loves being a mom. But sometimes life can be very chaotic. Um, we started out with having a, a, a little conference, you know, with some dry chicken and just a night out for women. Um, but that one night was a dream fulfilled because I always wanted to help other women feel seen, appreciated, supported, and to help give them the tools that I wish I had earlier in the game. Absolutely. Um, so and, and isn't that what we all want to be seen, yes. heard, to know that you're worthy, to know that you're loved, to know that you matter, yeah. that, that, you know, we all need to hear that. We all need to feel that. I can imagine that was good soul food right there. I can imagine why yeah. you're doing what you're doing, why you keep on doing what you're doing, because it feeds you, doesn't it? It's a yes, soul it feast. It does. It does. And then after our first conference, which was just an evening dinner out from like six to nine or something like that, we had a couple speakers. The food really wasn't that great. But, you know, everyone came out and there was something magical that happened after though the magic was in the after where all of a sudden the next day you wake up and everybody's facebook friends everyone's networks have been enlarged and ever since that time it's been a snowballing effect of women connecting with other women in other states and other countries um and just women trying to navigate their personal journey and run their race well uh, so this will be our sixth year having our conference this year. We spring the moms from their children and help them to run away um, and grow for a weekend and, you know, just have a some time off, you know. To I love it. Love it. I mean, that sounds like bliss. So in the day job, what are the recurring asks, needs, issues, problems, worries, stresses that moms come to to you with? What do they say, I need you to help me fix this? What keeps on coming up with women who are coming to you for your services? Um, usually they fall into one of two categories where I'll say three. So number one would be, uh, I don't have time to do what I want to do. <laughs> so between family, if they do work a nine to five or they own a business or they're a woman leader, a community leader, you name it, they feel like it's taking up all of my time. Then when you combine the family dynamic, a lot of times we don't think about how having a family plays a role in how we do things on a day to day basis. So here comes the pandemic. All of a sudden the kids are home with mom and they're like, I really, really don't have time now. Um, another issue is not knowing how to unpack getting that self-care time in. So they need everybody, let's say that moms, dads, children even need time where nothing is happening. But it is so hard to come by that, you know, don't tell me I need self-care time. Tell me when it's supposed to happen. Yeah. Don't What's the plan out. here? How, how is this working? Yeah. I know I need it. I know I need a vacation. I know I need a night out. I know I need time where no one's asking me for anything. But I need you to tell me when it's supposed to happen and how to reorchestrate my life. This has to be an entire life reorganization so that the entirety of the family supports everyone being seen and valued and getting that time. Um, and lastly, a lot of women, they have forgotten what uh, 
what clarity, focus looks like for them. So they don't even know what they want. <laughs> if we can believe that, you know, for some of us, our spouses come and they say, how can I support? I want to help. How can I support you? You don't even know how to say what you need help with around the house without it coming out like a complaint or bashing him or whatever. You don't know how to teach your children how to support. So we can't even communicate what we actually want in the first place because we don't know how to say it. And so most of the time, the ladies fall into one of these three places and we have to kind of reorchestrate. You know, let's talk about our communication. What are we going to delegate? Let's work on the vision that you have for your family that goes back before the husband or before the children even showed up so that we can help you to bring those things to life. I think that's so important. So women coming to you saying, I have no time. I know I need self-care. And I cannot connect to my voice. I mean, mm. that is universally classic, isn't it? So when women are coming to you saying, I have no time, what, what are the steps? What are the practical things that you're talking through with them? I would agree with her. <laughs> <laughs> I would agree with her, you know, and that's probably the first time I really said that. It's like, you don't have time to do everything. You don't. So what are you going to give away to someone else? Delegation. And that in itself is so hard, isn't it? It's so hard it is, to do because you can do, only you can do everything right, right? So <laughs> it's so hard, so, so hard. Yeah, that's so, powerful okay. to be able to let go and just, you can hand this over. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So and awesome. also maybe the fear or shame that if that is a practical thing, so if you're maybe getting help, like, I don't know, a cleaner. Or yes, some, some yes. Maybe there's that, either the cultural stigma, uh, maybe historically, I know my family would be like, no, why are you going to pay somebody to clean? You can clean. We had to clean as kids. Why, why are you cleaning? Why are you paying somebody to do that? And then also just you, your personal fear of, I should be able to do everything. Why should I spend money on this? I, sh I should be able to do it. So I can imagine those practical things delegate can be really difficult and can play into all those tricky bits yes. for us. And I'll add, you know, even aside from the necessity of having a clean house, for example, a night off or a mommy vacation, I mm. don't need that. It's not like air, you know, like where uh, if it doesn't get done, everything's going to fall apart. But, oh, if this doesn't happen, I just might fall apart. Like, if I no. don't have time to miss you guys, if I don't have time to think and breathe and just a couple hours sitting in your local coffee shop with mm -hmm. no one with you for you to mm -hmm. map out and think clearly, you'll mm -hmm. get so much more done in those couple of hours because you got the sitter or asked mom or friend, and then you guys swap, swap out the next week and she gets her turn. Totally. But we Totally. Sometimes I find myself staying in the toilet just a little bit extra, you know, yeah. just to get that, get that, have a poo in peace, just to get that little moment on your own. Yes. And, and it is important, but again, it's so hard for us to prioritize ourselves. We do it instantly for our children, automatically, yes. reflexively, even don't even question it for yes. your children. It's yes. easy for you to see, you understand mama bear, this is what I've got to do. This is my journey. This is my job. Got it. But for ourselves, it can be near impossible. Yes. And, and one thing that I tell uh, moms often is, according to the government, 
Okay, let's talk about what the government considers to be a decent parent. <laughs> okay, that means you have to feed your children. You have to make sure they have someplace safe and clean to live, right? All this extra stuff, the Wi-Fi, football, all these extra to-do things that we put on our list that even deal with our children are not required, okay? So if you, some moms are burned out because they're the family chauffeur and they have three or four children and they're driving to all these different events and all the kids are in multiple sports and they're doing, all, the, all these things are not mandatory. You can pick a sport because I'm exhausted. You can pick a particular activity that we're going to do this spring. What would you like your activity to be? And then we will find something as a family to do on our off day. But I only have so much energy and I only have so many hours in a day. So y'all can't have all of it. <laughs> you can have all of it. And it's not putting your family behind. What it's saying is you're bringing yourself to the forefront. You're saying that I'm just as important as everybody else is and I don't have to remove myself from the equation just because everyone else is getting what they want. And then, you know, the old saying is hell hath no fury like a woman scorn. Hell hath no fury like a mom who's cleaning and scrubbing and their family is playing video games and watching Netflix. That's a mad mother. You know what <laughs> I mean? What she wants to do, she doesn't get to go do. And then she's cleaning up after you guys as well. You know, mm. so sometimes we have to make the decision that I want to see different. So for the mom who hates cleaning and maybe her children are too small to successfully do it well, you get somebody to come in on a day a week and clean those public areas, you know, and if you feel guilty for spending the money, make more money. When we have Momathon conference weekend and I'm gone all weekend long, I fork out the money for the sitter. It's like, here you go. Here's, the, babe, you don't have to take care of that. This is, this is part of me leaving and going and living my best life for this weekend with my best friend and all the ladies. We're going to go do that. And then, you know, here, I already took care of this part. So this is not an extra strain on our family, me being gone. The house is filled with snacks. I might have cooked. You know, whatever those things are to make sure that it's easier for me to step away without feeling guilty. And that's it. That's the one, because there's no point in going through all of that and then sitting somewhere and that guilt just creeping in and just putting a veil over you. What 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 is the point? Yes. And the, the second type of women that you talked about was just women who basically need to try and prioritize self-care. Why is that so difficult for us to do? I would say that other people's needs are louder than our own. And, and that's they, heartbreaking. <laughs> it's heartbreaking when you say that out loud. It is. It really is. And I think often their children's voices, okay, are loud. Husbands are not so loud, but they have needs as well. Wives, right? They have needs as well. Um, and then here come ours, which often is at the full, at, at the back of our minds. It's not quite as, as to the front until we have a breaking moment, you know, until we go to try on clothes and our clothes don't fit like we want them to because we put off our workout time. When my children were really small and my husband was working full time and at school, I would be mad a lot of times I would miss my runs. And once he left for the day, I couldn't go anymore because my kids were so small, you know? And so I felt 
I mean, trap, 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 you know? So I had to have that communication with him that said, you know, I got to get up earlier. And when you wake up at 630, I might be gone, but I'll come back. <laughs> but if I don't go, I will feel like leaving and not coming back. So we got to find, we have to find that space, you know, and then communicate that need to our loved ones. Because if we don't tell the people that are around us, our friends, family, significant others, that this is something that's a necessity for me, or I feel like it is, or I'm finding my way right now and I just need some space. If we don't tell them that, then how can they support? How can they and give us what we need? Honestly, that brings me on to our third mum type mm -hmm. of just clarity and finding your voice. Everything that you just said all makes sense on paper. Intellectually, it makes sense. We need to tell the people around us what we need, how they can support us. Again, that is so hard to do. So hard yes. to just, first of all, analyze what you actually want. Like, what do you, what does Nina actually want? Not what do my kids want? What do I think will make people happy? And again, women traditionally um, suffer from this disease, this need to please. Mm -hmm. So you, you find yourself thinking, do I, do I want that or do I want it? And like, to really, really know what you want ask for it, stand behind it, stand in it. That's hard. It's the It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. Yes. Because yes. the second, you can stand there for a little bit and be like, right, yes, this is what I want. And then the second something kind of comes in, you're like, no, 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 it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. No, it's fine. You, you go do your things. I'll, I'll sit here and do the washing. I'll do, you know. And yeah. you put yourself back down again. So to those women, when those women come to you just saying, and you've worked out that it's, they need that clarity. They need that help connecting to their voice, to their gut, to what they really want. What sort of practical tips, steps, love notes, whispers, what are you saying to those mums that come to you? So I would often think of, first off, who's living with you? Okay. So if you're married, significant other, who's helping you to co-parent your children or parent them? Uh, close friends. My best friend lives across the country from me, but if she was in the same state, oh, it'd be on and off. You know, we'd have a whole homestead and just alternate weekends with children. But that being said, um, who is it that's close to you that you rely on? You know, I want everyone to know that your partner might not get it right away. Sometimes we feel like I've communicated it. I've told you I need help in this area. And they may say, I don't, you know, I don't understand why you need time off. I've had a lot of women, you know, their husbands came and said, I don't see why you need a break, but their husbands will go watch football with the boys or whatever. You know, sometimes we're waiting for someone else to see us before we see ourselves. That is it. That is it. It's like you're waiting for somebody to give you permission that permission you're allowed to do it. Yes. You just can't give it to yourself. That, yes. That's the heartbreaking thing. Yes. And so there's a happy medium, though, in between these two places, okay? Because the world, the feminine culture, all of this stuff, right? I'm all pro-woman and all these things, but I share my life with this really amazing six-foot chocolate man who works hard for our family, and sometimes it's tough he comes home and I'm just gone, okay? You know, let's be honest. So what I have to do with him sometimes is say, hey, this is happening on this date at this time. OK, I want to let you know that I'm not going to be, 
here, available, whatever, right? My, our conference weekend, he knows about it months in advance. Okay. And then I try to schedule the weekend. My husband's a pastor. I try to schedule the weekend on the fifth weekend of that month when he doesn't have to preach. So sometimes it helps for him when I'm there to say, amen, that's right. He has other people that say it, but he's going to look at me because he needs that support during that moment. Right. So if it helps you for me to be in place, let me not plan my conference weekend. Let me move it to a fifth Sunday weekend when we have a guest pastor that comes in to speak. That's a simple compromise where I'm still going to do what I want to do, but I'm also being mindful of the needs of the family. I think the struggle is for those women who are trying to find their voice, okay? Once you know what it is that you need and that you're looking for, you may have to put up and put some uh, some standing power behind what you said you wanted before they truly see it. For someone who saw their mother do all the things, my husband's mom bake everything from scratch. <laughs> everything, everything's, nothing's out of a box. So for me, it's like, no, 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 no. We make box macaroni and cheese. We don't, <laughs> you know? And we had to come to those compromising places. He learned I'm not his mom and I have different needs. Um, but Sometimes we don't know ourselves what we need. So it's hard to explain to somebody else. You may have to start with, hey, babe, this Saturday at 10, I think I'm going to go and sit at the coffee shop. Your children are driving me crazy. and I just need some time. I'll be back after lunch. You know, and you say, Do, is there anything on the calendar that day that I need to be mindful of? He says, yeah, I have, I have a meeting at 11. No problem. Well, then I'll go from 8 to 10 instead. And you get up and you go. No matter what, kids grab your leg, kick them off, and leave the house anyway, right? And then you come back. And even if you don't feel different yet, you fake it. <laughs> you say, babe, oh my gosh, this time off was so remarkable. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And then you give him some really, really good stuff. We all know what the good stuff is. <laughs> you say, thank you for, for watching your little raggedy kids, right? <laughs> Well, you were watching those kids and he's going to say, when is the next time you're going out? Because I want more of what you just brought me. That's the trick, is it? Is it? Listen, men are very simple. So I had four kids at the time. My best friend, Leona, had four kids at the time. Our two husbands gave us the entire weekend off downtown North Carolina. We went to comedy shows and Medea play and all kinds of stuff. Gone the entire weekend. And there were these two husbands taking eight children to the park. They kept thank the kids God. all weekend long. And you know what happened after the weekend was over? The thank you. You got to do the thank you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. <laughs> that, that's that's it that's the magic that's the magic thank you is in the is the magic <laughs> just so you, no i hear you i hear you it's there's just so many universal things that i hear you saying so many issues that i hear so many moms talking about that they they struggle with is it really possible to have it all what we think of as having it all does that really really exist can we can we do it? I always invite women to refine what all means. Okay. So for me, one thing that's non-negotiable in this season of our life is our homeschooling journey, because I want to give my kids a unique experience where when it's time to travel, we can just go. I'm not sending anybody any permission slips. I'm not asking y'all what I can do with my child. Okay. We want to take them on a cross country road trip. He's going to learn more during that road trip than he is sitting in the classroom for this week. So this is something that's non-negotiable for us because part of my life purpose is overexposing my children to the greatness that the world has to offer, you know, and for that, we want them to have that flexibility. Um, but you got to ask yourself, what does all mean for you? Everybody wants to have a multi-million dollar business. Do you need all of that? Do you want to become the woman that has to babysit this up mm -hmm. until it becomes what you want it to become? Do you want to be her? You know, totally, totally. I think that's such a good point. Analyze what it all means because yeah, people do say, I wanna be a millionaire, I wanna have this. And I always think, but do you know what it takes to do that? Yeah. And do you know what it takes to maintain that? If you wanna earn X, that means X hours. So yes, you can do that, you can do that, but whilst doing that, you're most probably gonna have a nanny at home or some sort of help at home. Yeah. So that is how you would do that. Is that what you want? Yes. Yes. And there's nothing wrong with having childcare support. And no, nothing, nothing wrong with it. Having, you know, somebody that comes and cleans your house and cooks your meals and all these things. But for me too, when my son, I have four sons, okay? When my sons grow up and go off, y'all will not not know how to clean. Y'all will not move in, to, in with some woman. And she says, your mama didn't teach you anything. She didn't teach you how. So they need to have the chance to do it and do it well and learn it to completion so that they can go and be advantageous to someone else's life. Even if it's as a college roommate, as a spouse one day, y'all need to have, you know, have some kind of forward knowledge, not be no lazy men. Okay. We That's don't want, we don't want lazy it. men. So it's simultaneously the same for my daughter. You know, most of the time women, we pick up what they call the second shift, you know, a lot of diversity conversations are including the labor of women and the mental load that women carry in the home, you know, and it's like, all right, after I leave this nine to five job, now I'm coming home to do what they call the second shift. 
how do we eliminate some of all the things that are on this list because I have only 24 hours in the day? And so that's where we kind of go through with the client and we're unpacking the schedule and what you want to build and, you know, where is this vision going? What, how does your family fit into this vision? Because your vision can't be only you, you know? You can say, I want to make millions of dollars, but if it requires you being away from your family and da, 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 then the vision for the kind of family that you have is going to dissipate because you're always gone. And so we need to kind of just find a happy medium of what's right for this season of my life. What can I give away to others? How can I communicate in a healthier way? And then when I do those things, I'm able to alleviate my stress. And that whole sentence you just said was gorgeous, gorgeous. And and I feel like I'm I'm nearly 40. I feel like I'm just starting to able to think about these things and yeah. and be courageous in these things right now. What can we do preemptively for our children? How can we how can we teach these lessons earlier for for our kids so that they're not doing this at 40, that they are doing this from now. I have been trying to infuse in my children now the power of being alone. Yeah. That there should be no guilt associated with or hesitation involved with wanting to be by yourself. And that a good spouse and good friends understand what that looks like within balance, you know? So even now I have a 13 year old son, we just moved into a bigger space. And so he has his own room now and he's just very teenish, you know, he's very, you know, very talkative and all the things, but when he wants to sit alone, it's okay for you to want to be by yourself. And so it's all right if you want to go in your room and close the door and be alone. No one talking, nobody breathing in your face. You know, you just want to sit quietly. Early on, we can admonish them in this way and encourage that, that you don't need anybody with you to validate you as a person. You know, think about all the single girls who are coming up and I just want to be with somebody. And we don't know how to sit in our own space and hear God in his own way and just, you know, be receptive to thoughts and genius uh, ambitions that come to us during these quiet moments. If somebody's always talking, we'll miss those moments. And so, you know, I've just been encouraging my children early on, my daughter, baby, if you're moody, hormones are a real thing. You know, let's not act like a one week a month, we don't just go total savage and we don't want to talk to anybody. During my PMS week, I'm wondering why I even had kids, had a husband, any of it. I don't need any of y'all around. When I know and understand myself, I can go sit somewhere by myself and not feel like um, I feel like I'm not being the best version. You know, sometimes the best version of you is in the bed with the blanket over you and you're watching Netflix for a couple hours and you just need a time out. And we shouldn't be ashamed of that. And, and I, again, I think that's courageous. I think that's radical. I think that's brave because, again, I don't, I don't want to generalize, but traditionally there is this issue of having this disease to please and, ha- and fix and make things pretty and make things fit. And um, it is hard just to sit there in the silence. It's hard to like not want to do, do you try and fill it, yeah. right? It, that, that's, that's, that's really hard for some people because you kind of think, I'm not doing enough or, or just, it's okay. If kids are bored, it's okay. You know, Mm -hmm. that's sometimes when they get to 
broaden their creativity and their imagination by yeah. having that 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 space. Yeah. But we can spend so much time thinking they must do this and I'm not being a parent and you know they're home making this and they're doing this DIY and you know all that sort of stuff and carry that on with the second shift and all these messages, all this mental load, all it going on, that it can be really, really hard just to sit there with all of that and say, I am going to go to bed by myself and watch Netflix with all that going on. That's courageous to be able to take that time and just say, I'm taking some time out. It's, that's good. That's good. I think we need to do that. Yeah. So I was having a look, having a stalk on your uh, Instagram page. <laughs> and my um, my favorite post of yours is, you can't afford not to organize your life. Yes. Love that. Love everything about that. And again, I don't think we've been thinking about it like that. We're thinking of all the things that we don't have, all the time we don't have, all the money we don't have, all of this when just thinking of what can we do. Mm-hmm. And... What what inspired that post? Okay, let's think about decluttering that closet. Everybody mm-hmm. has that closet. Wherever you live, you have that closet, that drawer, whatever. This section of your house that you need to go through and get it all together. So if you have that section of your home and you pull everything out Marie Kondo style and you're trying to get it all together, inevitably your house is going to get uglier before it gets better. Whenever you're trying to teach your children something, if you're trying to communicate, if you're trying to declutter and organize, it's going to get worse before it gets better, okay? The reason that that post happened, though, is because a lot of us want more. We want a different level. We want a new season. I want to welcome success into my life, fruitfulness. I want to see an abundance in whatever way you define abundance. But if you you yourself as a person have not changed, If you haven't gotten yourself on the inside together, then we will continue to go forward and things will keep falling apart. Somebody, if you don't know how to budget, somebody can give you a million dollars, it'll be gone because you don't know how to budget with your $10,000, you know, your $20,000. So true. So I love love when people are like, if I just had 30% more, I'd be good. Just have 30% more, I'd be good. But 30% ago, you weren't good. Right. Right. And, right. and next thirty percent, you won't be good. Exactly, exactly like you said. If you can't work out how to manage that ten thousand, where's the million coming from? Yes, absolutely. And so we have to change who we are, you know, and say, okay, I will be. I'll tell you something. My oldest son, he was the only one for two years. So we had all the time to talk to, correct disciplinary issues, all the, you know, have the talks, do the hugs, all the things with him up until two. Hurricane twins blew on the scene. We were just trying to survive. So the twins had more mouth, (laughs) okay, talk back mouth at age four and five than my oldest son ever did because he had more time for correction and discipline and things like that. I had to undo that and say, okay, if I really want my children to be responsive in the way that that when I say, okay, guys, time to clean up, turn the tech off, there's no attitudes, there's no tantrums. Everybody says, okay, mom, and they get up and they go do what I asked them to do. But I had to implement again and again and talk to and take time to teach You know, I had to take time to teach them what actually needed to happen. And so I think that sometimes we want to skip over the 
ugliness of the organization because we just don't feel like it and we're tired and we're burned out. And I don't want to have to say anything else to you guys. But um, I read an article. It was a blog post some time back and it was called I Want a Homeschool But. Okay. And the one that spoke to me, it was a series of blog articles. The one that spoke to me was I want a homeschool, but my children drive me crazy. (laughs) (laughs) So before anybody thinks I'm like Mary Poppins or Nanny McPhee or anything, y'all, kids, especially multiple children, I plan on two children. Okay, God gave me three and I say two extras were an accident. Whichever one is best behaved that day was the egg. But anyway, so, <laughs> so um, but because I never planned on all of this, it took me so much emotional work, Nina, so much emotional work to control my mom anger, to teach, to have a method to teach my children and then the energy to follow through and say, no, baby, not like this. Do it like this. Or no, son, a clean kitchen is when you can see both sides of the sink down to the bottom and you've got the food out the thing and you did and you wipe the counter. That's what completion looks like. But if mom is always so tired, mom doesn't feel like going back and saying it again and teaching it and saying, this is what it looks like. You can get your video game back after it's done to completion. If I don't feel like doing any of these things, if I don't want to step up and be that woman that can patiently teach and and give them the information that they need and follow up, then am I really ready for the next level? Totally. And that's the same woman that's going to get up at 630 and go for the run. Yes. Or you're going to cook yourself that salad as opposed to this. It, it, it's all the same thing. It's the yes. same thing. Yes. Prioritizing yourself, prioritizing healthy habits. Yes. And that consistency. Yes. It's yes. so easy to say and so hard to do because there's all, there's times for us all where just like these kids. The other day I had a thought of, I want to fly kick it was so clear in my head. I want to fly kick both my kids. Yeah. I want to yeah. fly kick them. Yeah. And, and I said it out loud because I'm like, I'm going to have to tell people this because <laughs> I'll pretend I'll pretend that I don't want to do it. But I really, it was so really? clear. Not like I want to do anything else, but I could see myself being a ninja. I need to fly kick them both because I was like, I, <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to say it out loud. But in those moments where where you want to do that. And I didn't, and you don't, but you want to do that. That that is where the practice is. That's where all this gorgeous work you're talking about. That is where the discipline comes in. Yes. Because it's so much easier to consistently do that. Yes. Like a binge diet, you know? Yes. You, yes. It, it it is just so difficult to like eat all the cake one day and then have a salad the next. It's much easier to stay on that middle path. Yes. And And I think it's just doing that over and over again, day and day and day and and keep on going. And that's how I feel like when you're saying back to completion with the kitchen, back to completion, this is what it is. Because in that moment, it's like, well, I can't be bothered either. I can't bother to sit here and tell you this is what I'm asking. And and, and not scream. Or do it yourself. Right. Yeah. After is like, I don't want to teach. I don't want to do that. So it'll be faster. I just do it myself. And yes. you miss out on the abundance of kids that wake up and know how to cook their own eggs while you're out running. There you go. There you, you know go. I mean? And you're, yes. you're, you're, you're aiming to get to that place. Yes. Absolutely. It's just, it's just doing it. It's the quick fix, isn't it? It's the quick yeah. fix. It's like, 
if you if you go out and get that McDonald's, <laughs> it's going to last for however long. It's going to give you a little bit of energy. But if you go home and eat right, you yeah. know you're 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 fed. I, I I get it. I get it. I get it. It's just doing it and 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 knowing that in the moment when it may feel overwhelming, whatever it is, when you feel yourself veering, that's the time when you talk about all the things that we've just talked about, when you've got your your friends, your loved ones, those who can support you to keep you on that anchor. Yeah. And you know that you're swaying a bit. It's that. But it's those moments, for me, where it can kick you right off track. And it's just yes. remembering, you know, that clarity that you've already understood. You've already learned these lessons. It's just drilling down on them. Yeah. Yeah, so now, you know, my kids, now my older three, they can wash dishes and, you know, stuff like that. So I, I personally hate cleaning the kitchen. I mean, I just, I hate dishes. <laughs> I just do. Um, and so now it's like, well, you guys alternate. Nobody, no one person carries the entire load, you know. So we're going to sort laundry together or y'all. Um, you know how to put your stuff in the wash. Let me show you how to operate it. You know, let me show you how, what a clean kitchen looks like, what your room should look like, you know, things of this age. So I don't have to hover over you constantly and I can give my mom energy to these long conversations that we have to have about you know, womanhood and manhood and, you know, existing and being black and just all, mm. you know, it's so much all that other stuff. Yeah. All the things, you know, but not hovering over stuff that, you know, we can teach you how to do over the course of a couple of weeks. We can put the chore chart up on the wall to show you, even if you can't read yet, the picture of toys and an arrow that points to the toy chest. This is where all your stuff should go at the end of the day. We have an alarm at six o'clock where, all right, guys, stuff goes up. It's time for you guys to start cleaning. Mom's going to go and work on dinner. You know, hey, I know y'all want to eat. Part of your contribution to us eating dinner is you getting yourself off the floor. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. This is the teamwork that we're working on as a family. But there's a lot of layers in the how, you know, there's a lot of layers for everybody's individual lives. Some of my clients, you know, their husbands travel six months out of the year or, you know, their husbands don't come home every night like someone else's does or they're a single mom or, you know, they have a whole bunch of children. Different lives require different organization hacks, you know, mm -hmm. so that's what I love about, you know, talking with the women. It's like, okay, well, what's in, on your plate? so that we can figure out how we can trim that down. And with all the different women coming to you, with all their different setups, is there one piece of advice that you always give? Is there one piece of universal advice that you find yourself saying to any person in any situation, just out of interest? Oh my gosh. Um, I would tell them that there's a big difference between hopes and wishes and an actual goal. So you, everybody wants a six pack. Everyone wants a spotless house. Everybody wants kids that are perfect. Everybody wants, you know, all these things. Everyone wants to be rich, you know, but if you haven't written out what it is that you want to see happen in your life, if you haven't taken time to envision where you want to be a year from now, five years from now, um, you know, then it's going to be a challenge for you to meet that. So the other day, a client asked me, said, where, where are you going with all of this? <laughs> you know, where is this going? And I was like, I want to be a Yanla for mothers. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, and we fix your life in a weekend. <laughs> 
you know, and I got all the ways in my mind. I'm like, I'm just waiting on Oprah to come find me because, you know, mm-hmm. like, I'm retiring. I'm ready. And so, you know, but just the notation of five years from now, this is where we want to be, where we haven't forgotten the journey of coming to, you know, making it through postpartum, right? And what uh, one lady calls the fifth trimester and, you know, dealing with small children, all these things, I have to make it a goal of mine to want to thrive while I'm still in the small children mothering area of my life, you know, and to not forget about what it is that I want, I need me, like me as a person, the entity of who you are. I don't want to lose her just because I push some babies out my hoo-ha. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I want to grab her and say, girl, you are still fly. You're all these things. Um, and I, I firmly believe that our sons need to see it, right? Our sons need to see women who take breaks. <laughs> our sons need to see women who say, not today, and I just need time off. And here are the kids. They need to see those opportunities. And then our daughters especially need to see mom take a weekend because she's going to grow up and she's going to have some old busybody raggedy children but chasing her everywhere and wanting to walk in while she's in the shower and while she's going number two. And she's going to feel like that's normal. She's And then she's going to feel guilty for saying, I can't give you 100% of me right now because I don't have anything. Like, can we normalize that? And so my, when my daughter, I only have one daughter, but when she was like three, I realized I didn't want her to grow up to be like I was at that time. I was like, mom is just exhausted and mean looking and scowled and tired and just dragging. I was like, I do not want that to be what motherhood looks like for her. I want to change that. But that has to be very intentional, very focused, and we have to make it a goal and not just wish for something different. And that is it. That is it. That is it. That that's the bumper sticker. That's what you put on your bathroom mirror and you see every morning. You know that that is it. For any mums that are listening, who might be struggling right now, who might be feeling overwhelmed, might be feeling hopeless, um, might not be able to see the path, find the joy, see the beauty, what would you say to them? I would tell them to connect with the person that they are parenting with. Okay. You don't have to be uh, married. You could be co-parenting. This could be your best friend, right? Sometimes our our, our uh, best friends are the closest person that we are navigating this, this journey through. And I would go to that person. I would look them in the eye. And I would say, I need a break before I break. And especially if it's your husband, look him in the eye real good. Let your eye twitch a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, listen, I need a break. And I need to figure out when I can make this happen because I feel overwhelmed and I just need some time. I need some time. I need some time. I need time. That's it. That's it. I do. And if that mom feels like she doesn't have anyone to go to, right? Sometimes we have people, but we cancel out those people. Sometimes it's on accident. Sometimes we do it on purpose where we say, you know, we can even do it to our spouses. They live with us. And I'm canceling you out from asking you for anything because the last time it didn't go the way that I wanted it to go. (laughs) 
the last time you said that, you know, and you kind of shut me down when I needed a break. This time we're not really making the break elective. We're saying I'm taking it. The question is when, you know, and we're not saying with an attitude, but we are giving it with the full gravity that you have a need that needs to be met. And I need a moment. I need a moment. I need time, you know, and most of the time, if you look at the people in your life with that that heartfelt, I need an afternoon so I don't send these children off to meet God early, they will give you what you're asking for, you know, absolutely. they'll give you what absolutely. you're asking for. And if they don't, or you feel you can't say that, mm-hmm. listen to this podcast, record everything Christina just said. And play it back to them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you so much for your time today. Really appreciate you sharing. What's next for you? Oh, wow. So we've been um, shifting a lot with our um, speaking and corporate consulting. We're working on our annual conference again this October. Um, and just... <sighs> Excited about all of the growth, excited about the new relationships, even across the water. Um, You know, I don't think anybody knows preparing for this, this one simple hour. We're like, what time is it? (laughs) (laughs) You know, but isn't that exciting that you're meeting people outside of your normal sphere of influence, connecting with them, collaborating and doing something amazing. So, um, so yeah, that's what's next for us. And we're just excited to branch out and serve in new ways. Um, one to many through more conferences and speaking and corporate consulting. And of course, sell our one-to-one clients because uh, I just love sitting down with a mama just like you and, you know, mapping through what works and what's not working to get her to an organized world. Oh, beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. And how can we stay connected with everything you're up to? Oh, so we're on Facebook and the gram at the Mamathon Diaries, M-O-M-A-T-H-O-N. Um, and then on the good old web at runningamamathon.com. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Dope Black Moms. If you'd like to join the Dope Black Moms private Facebook group, please search Dope Black Moms on Facebook. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe. Please follow on all socials at Dope Black Moms. Thanks so much for listening. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.